Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, this is Mikey and Rin. Stay in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin with a full mouth. Yeah, full of what? Full of 99 cent New York pizza. Yeah, guys, we're in New York City. Uh, we're recording from our Yotel room at the Yotel in uh, Midtown Manhattan. I'm here for a food show, and Corinne came along with me. Gross. <laughs> Rennie is now burping into uh, her hand because she doesn't want to do it into the microphone. Thank you. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, it's been a super fun couple days. Central Park today. I went to the Met yeah. today. Um, spent some time in Chelsea, went to Chelsea Market, walked the High Line. It's been super fun. And then Mikey and I have been um, hanging out during the evening. Also, I went to take a trip a little bit upstate to Beacon, New York to see Liz. Hey, Liz. What up? And, uh, and Janet, whom a lot of you listeners may know as Janet from the podcast. Episode five, fa- <laughs> five fame. <laughs> So that was super fun. And I also got to see another college roomie, Jen. Hey, Jen. And so it's been a really fun trip, uh, bountiful old friend time, which has been lovely. Yeah. And yeah, we brought one microphone. Um, so you guys watching us on the YouTubes can see that we're sharing it. Um, hopefully it sounds okay. But yeah, so our food, so our recipe of the week is uh, is our New York City pizza. Ooh. Boom, boom, boom. What are we, Ninja Turtles up in this bitch? <laughs> Cowbunga. Mm-hmm. So, mmm, yummy. Yeah. So this is good. like, mmm, like we said, ninety-nine cent pizza. It's from one of the like small spots. It's like, um, right off Forty Second Street. And I don't know, dude. It's not fancy pizza. It's ninety-nine cents, but it's super good. It's mm-hmm. delicious. It's crispy. It's like all the, you know, the thing that I love the most about pizza is when the cheese gets all blistered. Um, and then, I mean, the bottom, it's like, you know, it's, this is cooked on a, on a rack, on a wire rack, but it's still delicious. So I'll put the recipe for this up on YouTube. And the recipe, <laughs> the recipe is fly to New York City, get 99 cents out of the ATM, buy the pizza, eat it. <laughs> Easy enough. Good advice. Good advice. So we're going to do kind of an abbreviated show today because we're going out to explore New York City. We're going to go to Brooklyn and see our friend Ariel tonight, um, which is super fun. We're going to go eat some Ethiopian food. For a signature segment, um, we're going to do just a brief one. I'm going to do my bindle of the week, and it's kind of a specific bindle of the week. Let's be real. Um, I just came from a big food show, the fancy food show. And um, if you live in a city that has food shows and like people come and vendors show all their things, the, the bindle of the week is fucking go <laughs> on the last day because everybody's trying to pack their shit up and they're just giving everything away. So I, I'll show you what I got. So like I always leave these shows with like 40 pounds worth of stuff. So I've got like. I've got this like expensive like smoked Ooh, salmon from Patagonia from yes. that company. I've got a bunch of like you know cured meats from our friends at Ollie. I mean, so yeah, so much meat. I got prosciutto and mm. things. So, anyways, all sorts of oh my gosh, my favorite cookies in the world, which is Rustic Bakeries, these <gasps> chocolate cacao nib shortbreads. Oh. My God. I walked through the food show and was totally overwhelmed. I had no idea at the magnitude, magnitude of food, dude, that was going to be there. 
Um, and I tried one of those cookies, and then right across the way was some, I think it was Rogue Creamery, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. With some Rogue Creamery blue cheese. And the woman that was selling the rustic bakery cookies was like, my favorite topping is some blue cheese on these cookies. I'm like, I mean, yeah, obviously. So that, a little spot of blue cheese. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so good. Totally. And so here's another another shout out. These guys from um, Asheville, North Carolina, the company's called Whoa. French Broad Chocolate. And so they're both like readers and like avid um, book enthusiasts. So these the packages look like little books. Um, we'll put the the website up for them, but they were awesome. They were like this really sweet couple and I met them. It's great. Um, but yeah, so my bin of the week is go and be a scavenger at the end of food shows because it's <laughs> sweet. Um, also, the uh, like so in being in New York City, I love public transportation in New York City. I love public transportation everywhere. But um, yesterday I was going to meet Rinny at Grand Central Station, which I've never been to. How is that possible? Like my family's from here and I've like somehow never been to Grand Central. But I was trying to get there from like the theater district and it was going to be like 30 minutes by car, 30 minutes by walking. And so I rode a city bike, which are like the little rental bikes Mm. up 42nd Street, which is like a fucking busy New York Street and um, definitely almost died doing that. So Bindle, um, if you die riding a city bike, then you don't have to pay for anything the rest of your life. So that's a way to Bindle. <laughs> then the other thing last night, this is just for stupid stories. It's not going to mean anything to anybody. But Rennie and I were walking through like um, yep. the yeah, like the West Village. And we had just seen a bunch of dogs outside of this ice cream place. And so I was in like a dog euphoric high and was looking at the other crosswalks timing thing and it was like 22 seconds left and so i was like oh i'm gonna get this and rinnie said something and i like ran across our thing and for real rinnie said something and the something she said was she no yeah and then what happened was i literally definitely almost got hit by a car the guy was going probably 40 and somehow i don't know saw me stop yeah yeah so uh, Mikey and Rin stay in almost ended up as uh, Rinny staying in and Mikey being in the ground. Okay, so brief show today. Rinny's going to close us out with a really cool um, story about things in the news. Yeah, so last week Mikey did his rant on, what did you call it? How does the South hate women this week? Yeah, perfectly. How the South was fucking up. So I thought I would have maybe more of a redemptive story this week on a state that's crushing it in the women's reproductive health rights realm. And that state is, drumroll please, Illinois. Illinois, good for you guys. Good for your governor. Um, I want to read you bits of this Reproductive Rights Act, um, which... He has signed into law um, in, I think it was June 12th, actually. So the Reproductive Health Act includes the following provisions. um, Enact the new Illinois Reproductive Health Act. And that is providing that every individual possesses fundamental rights with respect to personal decisions about their reproductive health with limited governmental interference, including the right to choose or refuse birth control, the right to carry a pregnancy to term and give birth, and the right to choose or refuse abortion. Wow. Preach. Yeah. I mean, all this stuff, as I'm saying it, I'm like, this isn't revelatory. This is kind of obvs, but 
it's really um, <laughs> it's just nice that it's in writing and it's nice that that's a, that there's a, a you know especially male governor that's out there saying yes this is stuff that I champion. It also repeals the Illinois Abortion Law of 1975 and the Long Blocked Partial Birth Abortion Ban Act. Mm. And then it also requires insurance companies to provide coverage for abortion. So the contraceptive coverage requirement um, does did not include services related to abortion, and it now does requires um, insurance companies to cover. So, yay, Illinois! Yes, that oops, oops. <laughs> that deserves a microphone punch and a um, and a round of applause. Yeah. Really awesome! You're crushing it, and they are they're a model, frankly for. Yeah. Other states. That's great. And I mean, this is, I've been pushing for where we live in, in Oregon, in Portland. Um, we have a friend who's a lobbyist and I have like friends who are kind of involved in things. And I just, I want to like have the the places that can be the kind of laboratories for democracy, the laboratories for progressive ideals um, and do them really well so that we can export it to the rest of the company, uh, country. Mm. Um, like Colorado was kind of the laboratory for weed and everybody saw, holy shit, like they're making half a billion dollars in weed revenue that's going to the schools. And so everybody is now more comfortable with weed being legalized. And I just think that, you know, to like run at it, if you have a progressive governor, if you've got a progressive state house, go as far as you can to the left, go as far as you can to progressive things that are actually going to help people and help women get access to health care, run with it and then show the rest of the country that it's great. Yes. It's interesting because there's I was listening to um, a podcast today, maybe it was Radio Lab, and they were taught. Uh, maybe it wasn't, <laughs> but they were talking about these two um, very different cities that are now at um, a, a zero homelessness level, so zero wow. vets, and um, and then they they managed to get zero uh, homelessness for the rest of the population too, and it was a, a county in or a city in New Jersey, which is you know, sort of outside of New York City, pretty liberal. Um, and then the other place was um, along the Gulf. And so I can't remember what state it was in. But the the sort of point of it was that there was, a, you know, a deeply Democratic place and then a deeply Republican place. Mm. They had very different approaches. One of them was more sort of governmental and really figuring out, okay, where are we sort of where are we failing and then how can we how can we track progress and then the other one was much more sort of grassroots like uh churches community organizations that said our government's not doing it for us so we're going to do it ourselves and um yeah so we have models like that for things like homelessness and things like Reproductive rights. Yeah. And so. And addiction issues. I mean, there's a lot of places doing, sh- like, you know, installing shooting galleries in neighborhoods or needle exchanges. And I think that it's like, I don't know, once we get kind of the, I don't know, the Republican stink off of things or the kind of like pearl clutchy way that a lot of, you know, people in the United States can look at issues that other countries are dealing with really, really, really well and then start to just enact some things that are like common sense, make, you know, and then, and really are effective. I don't know. It's huge. Yeah. Um, that's really all I had today, Sheath. I saw, um, just because this is a show about babies and families, I saw some mm. of the cutest babies today, just so everybody yeah. knows. New York City, 
has cute babies. Yeah, it does have cute babies. <laughs> I know. Well, one of the things that also that happens in New York City is that there's so many people from so many different like ethnic and like background, sure. racial backgrounds. So it's all of this like blending of like, oh my god, beautiful Irish person and beautiful black person and making these gorgeous babies and I love it. I also think about like babies in New York City or families in New York City. It's like, oh my gosh, like that little kid is going to experience so much. Like they're going to know just so many things by the time they're 12, 18, whatever. And the city just has so much to offer. I think it's really, I don't know. It's been beautiful here. I've really loved it. And um, there's definitely part of me that could live in like the biggest cities in the world. I think there's parts of Rin that really want to visit. <laughs> I have about a three to four day max yeah. because as you might be able to see on YouTube, my skin starts to break out. I feel like I'm coated in piss <laughs> that's not my own. Maybe it is my own. I don't know. It was Never so know. hot and sweaty out there. I could have peed myself today. Um, so yeah, my skin gets really stressed. My nervous system is like totally frayed by the end. Um, it was really cool. I was sitting outside of a, a cafe today on the street, really loud, really busy, as is you know many streets in New York. Um, but there was a woman with this really beautiful little baby in a stroller and he was sleeping it out, like not even aware that there was so many sirens and so much yelling and whistleblowing. And um, yeah, Amazing. he was just like happy as a little clam. So um, that kid is my spirit animal. <laughs> and and um, I'm totally inspired. So um, thank you for tuning in to this little shorty episode. We'll be back with a full episode next week and an interview. Yeah. We're gonna Is go that right? Yep. Yeah, we got an interview. Um, and as always, like us, subscribe, um, and send us your emails if you'd like to be on the show, if you'd like us to read something about um, a woman's health issue that you feel like is very personal to you or something that's actually happened to you. Um, we'd love to share it on the show. And you can do that at let's eat at Mikey and Rin Stay In. Dot com. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks so much, you guys. We'll see you next week, and we'll be in your ears and your eyes and all the things. So, uh, signing off, I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. And tonight, we're... We're actually going to stay out. Ooh, we're going to stay out. <laughs> New York City. Because we're in New York City. It'd be weird if we stayed in. Hi. Bye. <laughs>